0: It's Friday, February 22nd, I'm James Thomas, and this is my Pixel 3 Long-Term Review. The Pixel 3, the third phone made by Google, is damn good. No need to mince words or beat around the bush. In my opinion, it's the greatest Android phone ever made, and I would argue the greatest smartphone out today. It's not perfect, let me say that again, it's not perfect, but it gets everything right that matters. In October 2018, I opted to pre-order the smaller Pixel 3 instead of the 3XL for one reason and one reason only, that notch. I do have larger hands, so the small phone can be an issue sometimes, but there's just no way my eyes could ignore that ridiculous notch on the 3XL. Bonus tip, don't (laughs) pre-order. Resist the urge because Black Friday Pixel deals always happen. And you'll be kicking yourself like I was for not saving some money by waiting a few weeks, especially since my phone was delayed until the second week of November anyways. But (laughs) I digress. Before I rant and rave about the greatness of the Pixel 3, let's talk about the negatives. What did Google get wrong? For me, there are three things. One, gestures. Two, top and bottom bezels. Three, what I'm gonna say is tight clearances slash QA build quality issues. Now, number one can clearly be addressed with a software update. One I expect and is rumored to happen in the next version of Android, Android Q. But for now, the gesture navigation is just sloppy. The classic three button navigation of Android was reduced to a single pill home button and a weird back arrow that pops up when you open an application. Opting for this back arrow instead of, say, a swipe left, is just puzzling. And the animations are also, well, sloppy. The right swipe to switch apps just isn't smooth. Google chose to use a card carousel type effect. It just seems outdated. But worst of all is swiping up to the app drawer. Since a swipe up on the pill button gets you to multitasking, you always have to swipe twice or use a long swipe to get to your app drawer. And that long swipe really has to be done slowly. Swiping too quickly causes this weird app drawer bounce that just looks unpolished and broken. And to this day, it's the one animation that irks me every single time. Number two on my list are the top and bottom bezels. The side bezels could be improved as well. However, I found the palm rejection on Android to be pretty poor at times, definitely not on par with the likes of iOS. So I actually don't mind the extra bezel there. It's the top and bottom bezel that are the real issue. I understand there needs to be room for the dual front facing cameras and the dual front firing speakers, but I would gladly take one less camera and say a smaller front speaker system if that means reducing the bezels by half or more. A challenge I know, but one I think Google can make and should make for such a premium device. And lastly, the issue I have with the clearances slash QA of this phone and, and my unit in particular. Now, again, this may be just an issue with my device only, but it seems the small gaps around the display glass, where the glass meets the metal rails of the phone, are just too large. They're they're not tight enough to the rail, which allows things like pet hair or pocket lint or random debris to get trapped. I'm sure this would affect the IP rating of the phone. It's not something that I've tested and it just seems to be a cosmetic issue, not one that hampers performance at all, but this type of cosmetic issue on an $800 phone is just unacceptable. My last issue with the build quality is much less noticeable, but still prevalent on my device, and that's around back. The glass has a matte-like finish, giving the Pixel 2 its signature two-tone look, but the finish around the fingerprint sensor, it's not uniform. From every perceivable angle, I can't help but feel the right side is a bit farther away from the sensor than the left. It's just one of those things that I can't unsee, and it drives me crazy. And well, while we're at it, a bonus negative for me is one that likely won't be an issue for most, but it's high quality app variety. This is still an issue for me on Android simply because I'm an app guy, always installing and tinkering with the latest and greatest apps. And the fact is developers choose iOS first, still. Again, this will likely not be an issue for say 90% of the folks out there buying this phone. However, if you're coming from iOS or you use both operating systems like I do, there may be one or two newer apps that do not have Android versions or are just iOS slash Mac exclusives. So keep that in mind. Those three slash four things aside, the Pixel 3 is the perfect phone for me and I believe could be for many others. The cameras both front and back are absolutely hands down the best in the industry. Apple or Android, nothing compares to the Pixel, and this has been the case since day one. Crispness, color accuracy, dynamic range, and let's not forget that awesome Night Sight feature, all make this the best camera in a smartphone that I've ever used. And Night Sight, if you haven't heard of it, I urge you just to Google it and take a look at the photos. Low light photography on a smartphone will never be the same. That's not hyperbole, it's the truth. It is amazing performance is still top notch for me, no slowdowns at all. Battery life on the smaller Pixel 3 has been more than acceptable. I easily get through a day with 30 or more percent left and typically forget to charge overnight, which leaves me with enough battery to get through the next morning. And with USB-C slowly taking over my life, I've always had a way to charge up somewhere if I need to in a pinch. The front firing speakers are amazing for casual listening while, say, in the shower or just in a pinch with a friend. The buttons, both power and volume marker, are nice and tactile, something that I had issues with on my Pixel 2. And come on, the blue power button on the white model is just cool. The phone feels amazing in the hand, definitely ticks the premium box, and this year I feel the first party cases are a bit more refined. I really enjoy the fabric cases, but I do wish you know for a soft silicone option was available just to switch things up, but I understand they need to be different from the folks over in Cupertino. Besides the amazing cameras, good build quality, the other main sell for me and others I've recommended the Pixel Line 2 is the free photo storage with Google Photos. Seeing as pictures and videos take up the most space on most users' phone, offering free cloud storage is huge. Because of this, I was able to opt for the smaller, cheaper storage option on the Pixel 3, and everything backs up automatically. So should things get full, with a tap of a button, I can clear up all the space I need without losing a single semi-Instagram worthy food picture. And since Google Photos is available for iOS, I can access all my phone pictures on my iPad Pro and even offload some of the iPad pictures, mainly screenshots, to my Google Photos account as well. Again, freeing up space and allowing me to make do with the smaller storage option. At the end of the day, for me, when it comes to smartphones in 2019, it's all about three things, design, OS preference, and camera. The design of the Pixel 3, while not perfect and not the sexiest, is damn good, especially since this is only the third attempt from Google. My OS preference at this time is still Android, and the cleanest version of Android with the fastest updates possible is only available on the Pixel line of phones. And three, the camera again is second to none, including the phones from Apple. That is why I consider the Pixel 3 the best Android phone available today. And if you don't care about OS, it's the best phone, period. It's not perfect, but it's the best. Thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast. Make sure to favorite the podcast on Anchor or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And if the app allows it, please leave us an honest review. If you enjoy the show, a positive review really helps with the podcast's overall discoverability and any help you can give is greatly appreciated. Once again, I'm James Thomas. This is Simple Tech News. Have a great Friday and we'll catch you all in the next episode. Take care.